Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried. Sometimes I say Dad and Buried, a.k.a. Mike, I think. I don't know what's better. I think it's Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried, but then that makes sense. doesn't make sense because it's not the Mike podcast, is it? I think it's all pretty awful. You know what, Pete? This was the whole thing was your idea, okay? So you know what? I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that much is obvious. Um, so my name is Mike. You may know me from uh, Instagram or TikTok where I fight Japsick. It's been a while. I've got to get back on that. Um, and this is my friend. Uh, what is it, Pete? It's uh, Greg with three Gs, three actually. Gs. Yeah, so I know it's it was close. You were close. No, I'm I'm Pete, and uh, I have an email address. So that's... I don't think I even have that address. We communicate solely once a week over uh, Skype for the podcast. Well, actually, what... I go by the mailbox, and if there's a chalk line in a certain way, then <laughs> I know like, that the podcast is happening, and we just sort of rendezvous that way. I, I like we're sophisticated enough to communicate in code. Come on, <laughs> I know we can barely communicate over text. True. Seriously, you are very inconsiderate texter. Sometimes you just don't respond for like two days. I, I had to I, say I, I am to you. I said ahem in a text. I know, in the most passive-aggressive way you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I waited imagine. like 48 hours. I know, but like, I don't know. It was a pretty, you were like, hey, it's it's happening. And then I was like, okay. In my mind, I was like, okay. And then you 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 cleared your throat. And, I, and what did I say? What did I say? I said, it sounds pretty nasty. You should get that checked out. Yeah, it was hilarious, as what always. A perfect way to respond to a passive-aggressive. Was it? Yeah. Anyway. So tonight is a very special episode of the podcast. Um, we've been doing this thing for about a year. And finally, uh, I found my Dolphins hat. And I'm wearing that for the episode. Uh -huh. Normally, it doesn't uh -huh. fit. Uh, the elasticity got strained, so it doesn't fit. But I have a fro now, as people online have seen. Um, and it fits beautifully. So we have a lot to talk about in regards to how bright it is um, and how the Dolphins are on the upswing. Um, and then after that, uh, Mom and Barry... Uh, my wife, Heather, is going to come on and chat with us a little bit about why she started her Mom and Buried account um, right. purely just just to uh, annoy the shit out of me, pretty much. Well, I, it's what's nice about it is that she took your last uh, part of your Instagram handle. The not your name. Not, yeah. yeah, not your no. name, per se, but just your Instagram handle. I think that was really sweet and, and much, means a lot in terms my, of growing an audience and monetizing it online, much, of course. Much to my old-fashioned father's chagrin, she did not take my actual last name, but she pounced at the and buried uh, the second she got a shot. You know what? She's a modern woman. She knows exactly what she wants, and she, she, she went for it. Well, we're going to find out tonight if women can have it all, because that's one of the many questions we got when I asked people. So she has a pretty good, uh, uh, fair, fair, I mean, nowhere near as big as my Instagram following, but a pretty robust following herself, um, and... I know a lot of her fans are very curious how she was able to attain someone like me. They look at me and they're like, wow, look at that guy. How did she, I'm how did she land? How did she land the whale? How did she land that prize? Um, and you know I what? Think, I think the whale, a lot of people are using the term the whale. whale. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't what? know. I know what you're doing and I don't like it. Okay. Anyway, we will find out uh, how we ended up together. You obviously know her. Um, yes. We've met yes. in person. You and I have even met in person a couple of times. Yes. Um, and you know her. She loves your wife. She's a yes. lukewarm um, about you, which yeah. pretty much how everyone feels about you, That's including correct. your wife. Um, <laughs> that is also correct, but especially she after me, three months together. When I asked her if she wanted to be on the show, she uh, she said that, I don't know, she's pretty busy. She's uh, 
she's hard to get. Um, and then she gave me shit and, and went on her Instagram and, and complained about the fact that it's been on for a year. We've never asked her. Um, and then I said, well, I've been on for a year and you've never listened. Um, and then things got ugly from there. And <laughs> it's been kind of a cold war in the house for a few hours. And then I went straight to dishes and then, yeah, dinner. And Who's then we argued that? over the way she loads the dishwasher, which is one of our main arguments because she's just terrible at it. Um, but we got a bunch of questions from our listeners. Before we get to that, I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. You can hear this on Apple and Spotify. Comment on individual episodes on YouTube. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you can, especially on Apple. Um, and there's a whole bunch of people that are patrons um, on Patreon.com and give us a little bit of cash to keep this going. I'm going to run through their names like the Micro Machine Man. Ryan Miller, MS Babayan, check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, MC Daniel, 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, Tina Davis, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bose, Jacques Ovar, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer, AZ, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Now, we know, I don't know, um, my wife is friends with KSU Julie slash Julie Burton um, in the social media online way where they chat every once in a while. Um, we both know Julie McCarthy um, from old days, actually where we met. Um, and neither of us really knows you very well um, because we both much prefer your wife as your wife, mm -hmm. I think much prefers mine to me. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really just a composite of uh, mm -hmm. sort of random bits of information that have been glued together in like the max headroom. Yeah. 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 But like in sort of like a, a, a meat sack way. Yeah. A meat so, sack way. Yeah. Who who made my made my way on to uh, sort of climbed out of the 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 pool, the gene I pool. I feel like referring to yourself as a meat sack is worse than referring to me as a whale. Yeah, I did that for you, buddy. I forgive you. Okay, Thank good. You. All right, so we'll be right back with uh with the meat sack that I married, um, Barry, <laughs> to chat about how that happened um and answer some of the questions you guys had about um our relationship, you know, what she's up to. You know, these days with COVID, she had corona. Maybe she has some things to say. We'll find out right after this. All right, welcome back to the very special episode of the Dad and Barry podcast. We're really going to dive deep into why my hat is so awesome and what happened to it that I can only wear it now that I have like the screech. You don't like it? Everybody wants to know, Mike. Everyone's nope. dying to know what happened to your hat. So the dolphins have tough colors. Oh, my God. Okay. Look, All right, next. Tough colors. It's very bright, though. If you need me in a crowd, who's the guy wearing the neon orange hat? It's me. It's Dad and Barry. So... FYI, if you see me um, or anybody wearing this hat, because I really think I'm the only person who's even purchased it, um, but I love it. Well, that's a tidy, that's a nice tidy profit that the uh, the dolphins have made. <laughs> because I don't even know how much they get from uh, how much do you get from licensing your logo for hats? Like New Era has to get more more of the pie, I would assume. Um, I don't know. It depends on the kind of deal that you're striking and if you're a good business person or not. Well, it's funny because, um, because it's that's why like... we're bringing my wife. That's why we're bringing my wife, Heather, on tonight. I talk about licensing fees, team of Ah, there Barry. she is. Hi. Heather and Barry. The first I do not guest. go by that. Look, but continue. This is my show. Please. Please. Just more. like you do here, defer to me. <laughs> um, 
So this is our not only our her first time on the show, but the first time we've ever had a guest on our show. Isn't that right, Pete? That's true, but we have had Nate. We have uh, had uh, so Nate also has been a really uh, a key part of our uh, our show for a long time. Although he generally chimes in with sort of little That's bits of wisdom. It's one of the things or, we or miss. Snipes. Or I like to look at him during it and uh, see him laughing when I've just nailed it, which is like pretty much constantly. It's gonna be a very different vibe here because I remember in episode three when that happened. I've it happened never one time. Seen, I've never seen Heather laugh at one of my jokes, so the vibe is gonna be a little bit different. I mean, I have to say I am truly honored, Pete, for hanging out with me tonight. And oh. you're fine, there. I guess. It's amazing. This is this is already a wonderful, wonderful start to the episode. So the top sixty five episode. It's in well, <laughs> it is. Let's uh so there's questions, right? We have we have people that have questions for we do have some questions. Um so we have some questions from some normal the usual suspects, Bentini eighty, little charmer eighty. Are they really both eighties? Because they ask so many questions every week. And I think they both, because uh, of me, follow her. She No, that's not why. <laughs> she hates um, it. She hates it if I imply that um, she has most of her followers. Because I mean, me, Bentini, me. and like Little Charmer, like this, please. I mean, I'm we not... mainly talk shit about you when we talk, but you know. This is a mistake. This, <laughs> this is going to be good. All right. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what my girl said. Okay. Bentini80 wants to know, what parenting task does Mama Berry find to be the worst? Parenting task? This is a parenting podcast. Oh, she's so, never, again, she's never <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've he heard good things. I've heard great things. I am honored to be here. Um, yeah, so parents, I just wanted to clarify, it's parenting, not like you, but like our children. I don't like this joke that husbands are another child. It's well, offensive to men. Men right. have been ruling the world. That's Literally true. for millennia. So yeah, have that, some respect. That's it's time we get the respect that we deserve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's, a that's huge right, mistake, by the way, for millennials now. But um, you're just usually the most difficult. So the worst parenting part task. Yes, man. This, this is really that difficult. Yeah. I mean, everything is such a joy about parenting. It's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Nothing ever goes wrong. There are sunshine and rainbows. So, Heather, I'm going to stop you there. That's a different podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to Dan and Barry, but this one's really focused. We've kind of focused our niche on um, all the really, really garbagey things that happen. Oh, and negative so things. The things that are really tough. So, I, I get it. I mean, that's what we like to call sarcasm here in the Barrett household. No, we never refer to it as that. You you <laughs> commit to the bit and you never let go. You never let up. So she's having trouble answering the parenting question. So we're going to switch <laughs> to some personal stuff. So yeah, Mom and Barry, yeah, uh, lived, in, lived in Los Angeles for a few years before we met in person, although we did. We were friendly over the phone back in the day when people actually made phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, and Bentini 80 wants to know if you liked living in L.A. and if we would ever move back. Oh, my God. No, I would never go back there. I would never go back yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, the nicest part is I lived near I the I never beach, lived there. I just visited. And I was single. And so I had a lot more, like, time. That was the nicest part, being single? <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, honestly, well, I'm kind of tired of that scene. But, you know. Yeah. I don't foresee that. I can't I imagine mean, you in LA. She got tired of the single scene, and that's when I pounced. Desperation always works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Is that when you pounced, Mike? Because I think, um, is that when they, they cleared up that whole warrant situation when you were busy <laughs> pouncing on people? You joke. Uh, I'm not much of a pouncer. I'll just sit there until all the other options, you know, screw themselves. And then, hey, who's left? Oh, that guy, I guess. Oh, uh, this guy. The whale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the whale joke because I haven't, you know. It wasn't it. He's just referring to me being fat. Oh, like no, no, no. The whale. Like, like a, you know, like, a, like, you know how in Vegas when you land the whale, it's like the big, yes. the big kahuna. Well, that's what Mike is. The big kahuna with his orange hat. Yeah. I don't appreciate the insinuation that I gamble. It's a vice and I don't partake. <laughs> um, do you like working or staying at home more? So she oh, this is was good. working, was working for about six months. And then it was not a good fit for you, and you left. And then immediately upon leaving, contracted um, the plague of the 21st century, yeah. and was bedridden and isolated for a month. A month, yeah. So that was like kind of a bummer. And then the next month has been me at home too, and homeschooling. So okay, hey Mike, yeah. can, can Heather answer the question? Did she <laughs> like working or staying at home? Are you gonna are you gonna be like this the whole time? I might not come back. Okay, so okay, Heather, well, what's going on? Um, this is now the Mom and Barry podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, you got the floor. You have the conch. Um, yeah. So first of all, the way you said that's hilarious because you're like, she worked for six months. Yes, in my entire 40 years on the no. planet, I worked for six months. I was giving <laughs> a, the perspective of what life is like when you were working right. recently and then the switch into a very unreal situation now because it's not what staying at home used to be well, like. Well, hold on. If you don't mind, why don't you actually take it from the, the point at which you guys you guys were married? Obviously, both of you were working, but then when you had kids, because you, you've worked on and off during that yes. time. We so both have. You... Funny. Yeah. We have Mike, a joke that Mike... we rarely work at the same time. Okay. We pretty, we pretty much tag team on that. Okay, just to be really clear, that's the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, that's like not even a joke. So, Heather... Yeah. Why don't you walk us through what it's like, uh, what you prefer? Because you've seen both sides of it. I have not, but I'm interested to know. I don't know. Like, I think that my favorite is kind of a hybrid because um, I've also do, done work from home. And when you can land a gig that's work from home, that actually pays enough that your kid isn't like on your face while you're working from home. That's really the best one where you can have like a sitter or someone or nanny or something or where daycare. like... You know, you're having a little bit of both, right? Best of both worlds. But you can also be like, okay, now just get the fuck out of my face for a bit. I have work to do. So that's my favorite. When when but when when did that happen? Was that like was that when you guys were in North Carolina? When we no, came back. when we came back because I actually worked remotely with that job for a couple uh, okay. years. Um, and then I've done some freelance stuff on and off. But yeah, that was actually kind of the best part, I would yeah. say. I like a little bit of a little bit of both. But so, so what the the basically having a few hours of solid focus time followed by being able to kind of be at home and then make lunch or whatever. Like that's, have, you just love making them. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I said lunch. I'm, no, I said lunch because that's all I've been doing for the last three months. So I guess yeah. That's, now, the best part of my days when I do that are, you know, the walk to the daycare, the walk back right, from the right, daycare. Right. I want to magical <laughs> memories. I want to make it clear that I much prefer uh, working outside of the home, in case anyone wasn't sure. Okay. And good news, 
we also prefer him working outside of the <laughs> <Yes>. shit <laughs> on my episode. Now that's coming right, up. So. That's episode seventy. <laughs> that's coming up. Woo! Um, okay, all right. So Holly, Holly uh, Matsuka has. Oh no, I'm going to skip that. We'll get back to that. So we're going to do Freddie Heather Cook, who comments a bunch on Facebook. She says, "She says, have y'all first of all, have y'all, Love y'all ever been recognized in the wild? Have you? I have. Oh yes, I was at Moulin Rouge not even that long after I started this, and someone got super excited in line, and it made me very uncomfortable." But also, we've almost become like internet friends. You're now. referring we've to bonded. Moulin Rouge, the Broadway play, oh, not yes. Moulin Rouge, the worst <laughs> film that has ever been created. Which I do enjoy, but I I love and Pete knows I love me a musical. I love me some Broadway. So uh, yeah, I felt found a fellow person there, and then we've had moments. I mean, you have. But hold especially. on. So someone recognized you, and then you became friends with that person? No, friendly the way we. Oh are. my God! There are stalkers everywhere. <laughs> Like going, yes, I yeah. knew it. <laughs> um, I've been recognized like three times ever. It's always no, weird. more than that. Well, there's a, a couple of the times it was with me. I was like, hey, Mike, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you. We got to go. Yeah. Oh, and on the subway. I think I was like in costume for something. This is starting to sound re- really, really weird. <laughs> so it's like, it was like, oh. Oh, wait, it was like I thought that was you, and they like DM'd later. But... Is it what? What's weirder, being approached in person or when someone sees you but tells you after the fact in a DM? No, I actually think the DM thing is weirder. I don't, I don't know. It's better. It's so I mean, I think it's you're cool. waffling. You're dodging all the questions, and I'm sick of it. Okay. <laughs> she wants to know which kid is your favorite. Oh. I mean, it depends on the Did day. Did you see how quickly she was like, she was like oh, I got <laughs> this, this one. one right answer, please. I got this one. No, it actually depends on the day. Um, Detective Mindstar, first one, like, we kind of bond because we've been together. He's been my number one. He's been there a long time. We have a lot in common. But then also, like other people in our family, he can be very difficult. Hmm. Like other people in our family. You know what? <laughs> no. Um, and myself, I presume, I presume sometimes I'm difficult, like once every year or so. Right, right fucking now. How about that? <laughs> um, so obviously, yes, we, we, you know, the younger kid is a little bit easier at times, but that's just because he doesn't have a person, he doesn't have like his thoughts of his own yet too much. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that is like. The favorite one for me is always who is ever easier. So it goes day by day. Yeah, it always varies, but the little one is right now just pretty much, you know, joy most of the time. But sometimes he shits his pants, so. And, and, but he does shit his pants more than anyone else in the family. Um, did you by, 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 by a very small margin, right? Like, <laughs> small margin. Like, really, the data. When you, when you look at the data, it's just the shitting of the pants is very, yeah. I know what you're implying, and I don't like it. <laughs> she asks, did you low-key love being quarantined alone for COVID? Was the self-isolation, did you find it fun at all? Um, Gotta get serious on that one. It's the most horrible fucking disease, and I was considered a, like, moderate case. So, no, everything was horrible about it. Yeah, you um, couldn't even enjoy having some time alone and being waited on hand and foot because you were in yes. such agony. Waiting on, because, you know, for like the soup I would eat every three days because that's what I could hold down. You know, stuff like that. What it I was wouldn't magical. Give for someone to feed me soup. And just the exhaustion. I slept like literally 18 hours a day for a good portion of that time, which it's not as fun as you think. You'd be surprised. 
You know, the one thing that I, I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I'm so glad that you're better. But the one thing that's really amazing to me is that uh, with in your particular experience, it only lasted three days, but you um, <laughs> stayed quarantined for two months, which right. <laughs> I, I think was actually a really smart strategy to just constantly like, and I think I remember Mike w- walked in on you one time and was like, and you were just, you had a Zoom party going on and then immediately slammed the laptop down, got into the bed and was like, I'm cold. I need some it's soup. So cold, right, right. Yeah. I mean, the minute and, I started like drunk dialing your wife, you know, yeah. and just like having Yeah, Zoom having a gab fest. A gab fest. Yeah. I knew and that then, was a mistake. It would get back to me. Get well, back on. you know what? It was, if only Mike had just didn't pursue his line of questioning of like, why are you cold? That does, that's not one of the symptoms. Yeah, I uh, did do a lot of research. I did do a lot of research. As uh, always, very prepared. No, that's that's uh, we're, we're happy that you're back. And um, have you when was the, when was the last time you or when did you know that you're kind of out of the woods? Was that a couple um, weeks? When did you leave your self isolation? Well, I left yeah. the self isolation like um, the first week, like right before Easter, like the week of Easter. And I have to say, the crazy thing is really some of these symptoms do drag on a couple of weeks. I, I don't want to turn this into a bummer episode, but like I've got into this little Instagram group of like other people who went through it. And it's just this crazy crap that like, you know, for weeks after it, I've had like a fever, like a low fever for like a month after Even being after, not sick. Yeah, she wasn't And, and would have to go to sleep or I, you know, I would try to do something and like it'd be hard to breathe. And by something, I mean, walk up the stairs. You know, oh, so. and the and the breathing, like when you say it was hard to breathe, like it was like you were, was it like asthma or I don't know, even. Yeah, I don't know, well, I've asthma. never had asthma, but now I have an inhaler. But you've seen Stand By Me and Goonies. I so did. Oh, my God. I love you. Know what oh, so like. pretty I much. Yeah, cool you know, Stephen King's asthma oeuvre. <laughs> oh, wait, he didn't do Goonies. God damn it. I really, you know what? Why would you off think Stephen King I don't did know. Goonies. It was about children and sloth. Sloth might you. as well be Pennywise. Goonies is the best movie of all time. No, it's not. Freddie Heather Cook <laughs> has two incendiary questions here. She says, how do you handle moms in your husband's DMs? There's this misconception. So our mutual friend Sujal asks me all the time if I get a lot of DMs from moms. No, usually it's like an emoji because they laughed at one of my stories. Usually, actually, most often it's people saying your, your wife is awesome yeah. or your wife is funnier than you, which is. I'm not the least bit concerned about that one. <laughs> I get more DMs from moms, let's be honest. <laughs> but I love you, so I just know that it's pretty good. I'm fine. I'm good to go. No worries here. Even know that. <laughs> it's nice to know, it's nice to see that the it's all about mutual respect, which is a lot of happening right here. Not a lot of patronizing or anything like that. Either. She's just no. like you're just like you just have it's impossible for you to believe someone else might want to, you know, slip slip me their digits. Your catch. I mean, maybe not day like seventy five version of Dan Barry. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Mike, you're more like me. COVID, but like kind of like the new COVID when it was sort of like, <laughs> what is? Is it when we were calling it coronavirus? That's kind of what you're like. You know what so I mean? That- now, I will say in your defense, you are fairly amusing to have around the house sometimes. Hey, look at that. Well, hold on, let's. Let's nip that in the bud with Freddie Heather Cook's last question. What's the most annoying thing your husband does online that you would like to now bitch about publicly? How long is this podcast? No, so you're saying things <laughs> I do online that are annoying. Online that are annoying. Yeah. Um, 
probably that I have twice as many followers as her that makes her most of them. No, actually, I'm sorry. It's not twice as many. Even though you've been doing it 10 years longer, I'm nipping at your heels. But, you know, that it's not about numbers. That's it's not, not. It's about important. engagement. Um, I love your modern coupledness. It's it's wonderful. Yes. Hey, it's 2020, <laughs> baby. Yeah. So what you do online? That's yeah, online? do I do anything weird online? I think maybe, yeah, I... I think he tries to look the worst he could possibly you mean look. Physically. Like he'll his hair, he'll like I swear he throws it out on purpose, like I just for like to go on stories and to go with things. And it's just like, yeah, I mean that doesn't even that's not even what you look I wouldn't have married you if you even looked a little bit you know, like it's this. The unvarnished me. It's exactly. You are misrepresenting my brand. I'm about at this point. transparency and honesty <laughs> and the real, keeping it real. That's I, what I do. I will say, I mean, please, as if. Because I'm giving it real. I don't give it real. <laughs> it's not like for anyone who, I guess, hasn't been to my Instagram. Pretty real myself. I'm usually in pajamas and I don't have makeup. I'm not one of those people. Sometimes, you know. Not one of those people who wear who thinks the size clothes. Yeah. Ivory Tower elitists with their <laughs> non-pajama based clothes. With their underwear and undergarments. 100%. People that, who are on social, so not Pete, <laughs> yeah. no. know that there are definitely tons of mom accounts that are polished and like act like everything's so yeah, freaking we awesome. We don't interact with those. And our own groups. it's literally why you were doing Dad and Barry for how many years before I even like you used to, he used to put like a, my first family. I did it for a while, and then when I got yeah. rid of them and no, started I mean my second after one. the upgrade, <laughs> ten years. Uh, yeah, so for ten years, and I literally joined Instagram at the Two end of years. 2018. Yeah. Not oh, even. Yeah. We don't need but to my, get into. My point is, is that like one of the reasons is because of those super polished people. So if you could just land in like, I don't know, just. Non-peasant like. <laughs> this is just a guys. This is this is an, a wonderful interview, and and what I'm taking away from this is really the main concept is that Heather has really grown her audience much much faster than you, Mike. Because I'm. And also, <laughs> stop looking like a slob when you post on. <laughs> so let's move on to something. Yeah. Pete right now he looks like he has it together. Yeah, poor man's Michael Fassbender. Yeah, very poor. The entire quarantine. What right. is wrong with you? Well, now, now that I know, yeah. no, I, I, it's not it's, such a prize anymore, is he? It's a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, kudos to you. I mean, it sounds like hell, but kudos to you. So, I'm sorry to take us away from praising Pete and shitting on the man you chose to spend the rest of your life with. <sighs> but Ali Bilchek wants to know how you manage your chronic illness and motherhood, because Heather has multiple sclerosis. Do so, um, yeah. I got diagnosed with that like a year, like I think number, our first kid was three months old, six months old, maybe. So, um, I don't even know how old he is right now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's really no way to tell. <laughs> there isn't scientifically, it's you needed impossible. to pull his teeth and count the rings in the teeth. <laughs> I don't believe be that's right back. actual science. <laughs> um, I think it's really hard to manage honestly but and you've never been a mother without having a chronic illness so no but i will say you know as chronic illnesses are known to go it's gotten worse over time like you know 
the first five years, it was pretty, it was an inconvenience, whereas like now it gets harder. And after the second kid, it definitely, chronic illness, like it can get worse after a pregnancy. And that definitely happened. So Cassafras25 says she also has an autoimmune disease and she had her thyroid removed due to cancer in October. She says, how do you deal with the debilitating fatigue that comes with illness and parenting? I like what she said, and parenting. Because I don't have yeah. a chronic disease. <laughs> I have COVID, and I have debilitating fatigue. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Although, you know, to your credit there, I take naps. Yeah, or yeah. MJ really helps me get, like, extra sleep. And he's really good about that. And as the kids have gotten older, that's... MJ being, of course, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a wonderful yeah. recording artist who gets you through yeah. most hard things. Yeah. Right, and Mike? also Michael Jordan. It's both of them. <laughs> right. Who, whose documentary is a wonderful delight she to watch. Make the cut for the documentary. I but... did not, despite my praise. But no, I despite think... Despite how it's... often he, he let her take naps. <laughs> I think that you have to just try to take care of yourself too. Cause I think I struggled for a long time thinking like I have to, like I would feel super bad, like for being exhausted. You like I, and I still do sometimes. And I tell like, her, I'm like, you have multiple sclerosis, cut yourself some slack. But hey, but now we have lazy Sundays, which usually I drag him on some family fun bullshit thing. And now there's usually a day of rest somewhere in there. Yeah, if I'm lucky. If you're lucky, otherwise fun bullshit. So, so, but do you, do you, do you, just to follow up on that, do you, um, are you changing, like, do you, do you change the way you like extra like, exercise or, or eat or anything like that? Like, do you have to manage it that way? Or is it just like the, the like, napping yeah, and stuff? And it's very case by case. I mean, a lot of people choose to, um, change their diet, change their diet entirely or eat completely paleo or things like that. And I don't, I find that really hard with young kids, especially yeah. To not have that. I mean, I won't eat a lot of the crap that they do. Like, for instance, I usually will avoid gluten. Like, I'll buy the different bread and stuff like that. But I'm still having pizza once a week. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? But for day to day, you know, I try to do that. I love to exercise. It's really hard. I mean, I love to exercise. Like, I like to stand on the elliptical and watch like shows. I'm not one of these people. (laughs) No, I mean, we a lot of us know that you go to the gym and really just watch other people work out. Yeah, that's one of the main things. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why I go to the gym. Really bummer now that I can't go there for fear of catching COVID again. So Imperial Elm is a new mom with MS, and she wants to know. I know you started to talk about that. Have you had any recommendations for? managing your disease i think part of it would be you can't have the guilt and you got to do what you have to do if you have to nap nap if you have to sleep a little longer don't beat yourself up about it if your husband is just a straight up amazing dude who like lets you nap and you know hang on to him let him have his hair look kind of stupid but also if if your husband like his his instagram account isn't growing as fast as yours is then also just sort of remind him like often, often that that's the case. Right. Often, yeah. right. I just wake up from a nap, from a dead sleep. <laughs> I, I, just, I just, just blur oh out. <laughs> Your growth rate is slowing. You know what? <laughs> but no, I want to actually talk about, we could do a whole episode on MS. Uh, or there's so much to say that I'm not going to like jump start down. Start your but... own podcast. Oh, God. Awesome. Okay. 
No, but I would just like to say to that person, like, one, I actually have written about that stuff. I share a lot of it. So for people who want to talk more about it, I write articles, freelance and stuff that you can go to my Instagram and read about. See, to her credit, she uses her Instagram as a platform for talking about MS and and that stuff. Whereas I just, just shit on my kids and my life the entire time. Yeah, there's definitely more balance. And I don't know, I'd say that maybe there's a heart in my Instagram that's a little different than yours. I have no problems. Much like, you know, personalities, but you know. How's your meme game, Heather? Is it as good as Mike's? Or not as, is it just as, as your, is it as uh, sort of everything you post is a meme of some kind? (laughs) I would say, no, I post real stories a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm big on the like tweets and random thoughts. His meme game is pretty good because he knows like literally every pop culture reference in history. So he can apply that. I mean, I have children I'm raising alone. So, you know, it's really difficult to find the the time for that. But do you ever do you ever tell that do you ever scold the kids for interrupting Mike while he's working on a meme? Your dad's working on memes. I told you not to go in there. It's meme time. time. You know that. He's memeing. So the next round of questions does involve um, our domestic arrangement. Um, Both of us? Life with the Corks wants to know how we met. I am so sick of telling this story. Because every time we do like an Instagram live or something, people want to know. We both worked for an online e-zine which she calls the e-zine are they called magazines <laughs> are they called magazines no, no. heather's it was incorrect this is yeah. like the turn of the century yeah. the turn of the century we wrote for this e-zine that there was a behind the scenes community with like- message boards we got to know each other she was on the west coast i was on the east but we had similar single 20 something lifestyles we became friendly over the phone like i mentioned earlier um and then at one of the get-togethers we met hit it off, and then decided to do long distance for a little while. Well, so you guys were, you guys had called into 1-900-E-Zine party <laughs> yeah, exactly. and were the on the, on, on the phone, on a party, like, hey, this is pretty good. The best part is party like, a, there, a, a lot of people are going to be like, I'm sorry, what are you referring to? What is this easy? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I have no was, idea. It was before like Locks. Tinder and no 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 no, 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 they existed, but there was a stigma. If you met somebody using an online dating site, it was still weird, right? It's not like it is now with the apps, and that's how everybody meets, right? And we didn't even do that. And I used to take pains to be like, that's not how we met. It was more like we both were, we were columnists part of a community on this like media company that like wrote articles and stuff. I yeah. it sounds made up thousand dollars okay. to replace the suede leather jacket she ruined at a party with wine and said if you'll just pretend to be my girlfriend it would make me look cool we just watched this movie the other no night. i know what you're talking about i'm just rolling my eyes i'm sorry you guys anyway. can't hear the eye rolling or maybe you, you can you offered her a thousand dollars for nights she wouldn't she would never forget which was yeah. just receiving a thousand dollars and then walking away <laughs> yeah, this, and me walking away this, yeah. pete do you have any idea what he's talking no, about no of course he does not no, no. He it's doesn't a, know movie. a movie can't buy me love i'm They're assuming I was assuming it had something to do with Lewis Gossett Jr., but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Iron Eagle, you piece of shit. Easy so, as well, you chef. No, no, no. I wanted to no, tell my version of that story. We can't do this story. whole thing. So it was a spring day. <laughs> we got other questions. 
fine, but I don't tire of telling the story. So we can do it alive, maybe in a couple of days, and we'll just tell our entire love story, every bump in the road. Jen Ben eight hundred one wants to know how many kids we wanted to have to begin with, um, and did it change once we had one? Um, we wanted two. I think I always wanted two. A I don't boy know. and a girl. I probably wasn't averse to three. I don't know. Maybe I was. I was averse to three. Um, but I knew I, I always wanted at least at least two. I don't think I would say at least. I just didn't want one because I was worried. And then we had one for five years, and I was kind of like, this ain't bad. Just having one, this. right. We were kind of like, I don't know. Do we, we got to, you know, you get to that place, as you know, that like five-ish, they're starting to have a little bit more, like you don't have to do every single freaking thing that was starting to feel more normal. And then we had yeah. And then it was like, boom. And yeah. It's like resetting. I know. I never forget when... I remember we were at this point where I looked at my wife and I was like, you know what? We just haven't fought in so long. Let's have another kid. Let's do it. Mix it up, you know? So, Jen Ben 801 also wanted to know what has been the hardest compromise in parenting. And I would say it was having the second kid. She really wanted it. And I was like, I'm going to compromise. I'm just kidding. We love the hammer very much. Oh, my gosh. Please. If I mean, you're being honest about, like, you know, your favorite child. Well, we. We've talked about it. We've talked about it, which yeah. is like, you know, having having one having one is a hundred percent harder than not having a kid, but having two is a hundred percent harder than having one, which is yeah. the math obviously doesn't add up, but that's how hard it is. Having three is seven percent harder. Cause at the point like really? Yes. I've yes. Heard this. It somehow doesn't make it more appealing. But yeah. no, Listen. No. Follow my math logic and you'll get there because it makes no sense whatsoever. Sounds like common core to me. I do remember being like, oh my God, these are twice as many kids. Like I did not do the math on that. Like I wanted a second, but that's like well, the point that's... is is the point is is you 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 thought when you had the one kid, you thought you were you had you gave everything you could possibly give to the kid and you were totally wrong. There was so much more time in your day that existed. Yeah. When you had two that it, and then by that time you're going to the park anyway at five o'clock in the morning. So you might as well just bring this third thing along anyway. So can I just tell you that no one here is going to any parks at five or eight or 10 or noon. noon. The reason the problem is, is, Honestly, the problem is, is drug dealers don't come out any later. That's the problem. You gotta go to the parks early in order to buy coke and smoke. Do you understand? Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know what? This totally clears up how you yeah. haven't been drinking. Quote, <laughs> That's quarantine. right. Quarantine. That's, That's right. I have been racing cars though, just on foot. So that happened. Essa eighty four oh six wants to know if you wish you had a girl. Yes. No. I don't. <laughs> wish, no, I don't wish either one of the kids that you meet the kids you're not going to be like oh let's vote this one off the island and get a girl in here instead you're not going to do that but, wasn't the question <laughs> but i'm saying like i yeah i cried a little when i found out the second was a boy because it was like i know i'm not going to have any more and i grew up with sisters and i always wanted a girl i don't know I mean, I'm. It's got two and one. I'm not gonna like push yeah. for it. I'm not gonna roll the dice because I already know my odds. Roll the bones, as uh, as Getty Lee might might say, right, Pete? No idea what you're talking about. Mrs. <laughs> underscore Guffle wants to know what is it really like living with Dad and Barry? Seriously, fucking time of your life. That's inaccurate. 
So, you know, this is... No, this is... Do you want me to leave? <laughs> Could you step aside? I've got things to say. You know, you're not always a good time guy. You're not always... You're not always... Wait, you're not... Wait, hold on a second. Mike's not always his cheery, super good time self. <laughs> like, wow, that's so know, weird. You know, so his finicism is a laugh riot sometimes. Frankly, one of the things that attracted me to him immediately. But, you know, it's not like... Always delightful. You're she not she always didn't realize delightful. she was signing up for uh, yeah a full forty experience nonstop twenty four seven no. balls to the wall. So when cynicism, <laughs> that's I don't know. That's an sounds image. cool, but <laughs> it does sound cool. When you give me crap for not listening to the Dad and Barry podcast, which admittedly I do not, I've listened to some clips. I don't like podcasts to begin with. But, like, Ouch. I live the Dad and Buried show 24-7, 365. I don't need, you know, I've seen all the takes. <laughs> I don't need, you know, I've seen the stuff that would never make it on air because, frankly, it's Oops. not that entertaining. Oh, I thought you were going to say a lot of racist you stuff. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. So, Little Tamara 80 has some, some specific questions. So, this is the other woman. Who always said she's in England, I believe, Nottingham, Nottingham Forest. Wow! Um, and where, and where, by the way, Mike, very what? good pronunciation. I'm glad you didn't say Nottingham. Nottingham. That's a that's I've, that's a horrible I've mistake. I've seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, thirty times. Anyway, oh. she wants to know who is really in charge. I I don't know. The kids. Let's be honest. <laughs> who drinks more? Well, I think I drink more consistently. But when she drinks, it's like a martini. So, um, I mean, but usually for 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 starters, and then well, it's like no, kind of builds the courses as you go. That makes. I mean, the thing is, most of the time we have a martini. It'll be like Friday. Most of the time, it'll be like a Friday night. We're sitting down to watch like a movie with the kids. It takes three hours to drink the martini. Like you know, you're still dealing with their BS. So it's not as if you're chugging it. I'm going to go wish, check on him, so you read the next one. I wish I could chug martinis more often, but you want to make me a martini? No. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, I am still standing. Uh, wants to know who cooks the most. Um, by far me, because we would like to, I don't know, live. and uh, <laughs> Have nutrients as opposed yeah, to just... Have nutrients and also not like that. It's He's a horrible cook. Absolutely horrible cook he can make like the tacos that you get in like the ortega kits and like uh -huh. frozen pizzas i've i've seen him burn soup it's really next level so definitely me nice um, and i've been doing that a lot on uh i don't know have you guys been like i assume cooking more at home although i know your wife's like a yeah. really good Cook. She seems to like have her shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's. Uh, we've been cooking a lot, actually. I mean, we've. Um, it's we. We didn't really order out that much to begin with, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, we've been. Um, it, we've been cooking a whole bunch. It's been bonkers. Well, now, now I guess the point is, and now that the kids are home, now that everyone is home, all the time, yeah. and not like doing school lunch or you know like out, and I'm not like getting lunch out or whatever it just seems that we're just crushing food like left and right you know what i mean like we go to the grocery store it's like huge runs 
and well, uh, at least once a week. Yeah, no, it's well, Dad and Barry went recently because he's been doing the grocery store runs since I am higher risk. And he spends like 300 and some dollars. He's like, so that'll be a few weeks. I'm like, you dumb bastard. Yeah. <laughs> the question is this. We went off book. We went off book now. <laughs> we, the question was, who's a dumb bastard? <laughs> Where were we here? Um, well, we're kind, of we're kind of bouncing around. But actually, I think we should go back to Little Charmer 80 because she had a few more questions. Uh, I think this is, this is an interesting one. We talked about this in, an ep in a whole episode. Um, but she wants to know, do you ever disagree about parenting tactics? All the time. That's not all the time, do you think? I don't know. Did you hear the question? I need to get the plug answer. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that not on a lot, but the ones we disagree on, it's consistent, you know? And, you know, just I think like probably a lot of couples, you have to find some me median place or work together to get somewhere where you agree on it. Like sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just, how do you not, you know, how do you find this perfect magical match who disagrees with every single approach you have to life in parenthood? Wait, you guys, wait, hold on a second. Are you saying you disagree in every single approach? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I, I think we, obviously we disagree. And like I said, most of the time we have a lot of similar views, but then on the ones we disagree on, they're consistent. And then I was just saying at the end, I mean, isn't that like most married couples? I mean, how? Yeah, but like what's hold? what's something for like, is it like food, for example? Like, oh, the you know, um, I'm always like, uh, I draw the line at Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, I just, I, I can't, I can't give that to the kids. But like, you know. I do draw the line at Lucky Charms. He thinks charms, I yell too much. Oh, there we go. He definitely yells too much. That's what I think. And I, I don't know. I think that, well, what's something that you um, disagree with with me? That she coddles the kids. No. So it's the same problem, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. It's the same problem. It's just, you know, point, counterpoint. And yeah, well, that's what it's all about, right? Finding a compromise between her not yelling enough and me yelling too much. Working together. The, the fun thing is, Neither tactic works. <laughs> what a wonderful, what a wonderful sort of paradigm you guys just have going on. Uh, we all have going on. When I say you guys, I mean, I mean us. We all collectively have it Nobody going on. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all giving it a go. Yeah. Jules, J-E-W-L-Z, 1108, wants to know if there's anything I've ever said that made you really go nuts. Probably when I said the only reason she has 90,000 Instagram followers <laughs> is that I have so many more beforehand. Just legitimately. No, no, no. I'm actually angry about something else. I'm I'm turning <laughs> angry right now about something else. Sorry, I was in my own place. Um, no, I'm not worried about that because I know I'm better than you in every single way. But wow, one Gosh. thing that I would say, um, no, like you know, I think that this is very popular with like moms and wives and women in general. Like, what calm down, calm down. So. So that literally anything. Relax. When you say relax. Relax. Yeah. China. You know, any of those things. And I'll post about that on my page. And literally every women other go woman nuts. go fucking nuts. Because as well they should. Do you ever tell your wife to calm down or to relax? Um, I did that once. And as you know, now I don't, I don't actually have a kidney anymore. Yeah. What I, what, <laughs> Uh, that and was, I think that sounds uh, just and fair. Not yeah. a judge from the land would convict you. 
And it was it was quick though. I got to be honest with you. It, I didn't see it coming. It was sort of like aliens, where like just the thing went right through, and then yeah, it was gone. No Kitty's gone. Kitty, but you knew then, never to uh, never tell her to calm down or relax. And I just I made a mental note. I said, no, <laughs> mental note. Don't. Hey, lesson lesson learned. Go outside, kids. Wants to know if aside from the West Coast, have we ever been to other parts of Canada? Which is kind of a weird question. I've never been to the West Coast of Canada except for uh, outside of Calgary. We went to Fernie. You've been to Vancouver. Well, I did this road trip from Calgary to Vancouver, which honestly, it was so freaking beautiful. I was I've been not to, expecting that. I've been to Toronto a couple of times. We went to Montreal and Quebec City once. It was I lovely. love Quebec City. I've been there a few times. I love that too. Yeah, there's some I, beautiful If you like Quebec City, then you're going to love Buffalo. <laughs> also, Rochester. Mm. I, I mm. have. Mm. I used to travel for work. And I have gotten to go to both of those places a couple times. I mean, a delight. The wings in Buffalo, though. The wings, though, yeah. I'm still standing, wants to know who cooks the most. Do you? Oh, we we, we covered that in what an absolute horrible cook you are. That's why I said, what question are we on? And you didn't tell me the answer. You guys. It's your show. Get it together. I I leave for five minutes and the thing goes fucking (laughs) shit. Amy Brinsco, Amy underscore Brinsco, wants to know if there are any topics that are off limits to the two of us. So, Pete and I have done some sensitive... Oh, you mean you and I. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, between you and I, Mike. She wants to know... I don't know uh, if she means, like, stuff we won't talk about on social media or stuff that we won't, uh, like, that, use in fights against each other. That makes more sense, right, on social media? Because yeah, people have think... definitely DM me and said stuff, asked. Well, you talk about your MS. You've talked about COVID. We've talked about AD, the kids' ADHD. Yeah. We talked about... Um, vaccinations or do they mean like when we talk shit about each other yes, is there anything yeah. we, we won't i mean do? she clearly i mean look I'm, I'm just gonna jump in here i mean heather I, I i know we all like because we're friends we know that whenever you talk about mike's larping it it really is too <laughs> it, it's like a bridge too far it's live action role playing when oh, mike oh when mike it. you will never loves, take it from me because <laughs> what's there was remember that one time when you said this is a real sword and you just lost it. We were at your uh, son's party, and then you said this is a real sword and that would have caused so much damage. And everyone was like, "Mike, it's okay. Come back okay. to us." I feel like no one's paid attention here because I would be kind of into that. Yeah. Like you've been to my son's parties; they are like yes. over the top thematic. He's always above. I mean, that that would be low on the list. Maybe not low because. But, you know, it would not be the top concern. I mean, LARP your ass off. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's a so, so there's one more um, serious question I wanted, to, I wanted to get to. Holly Matsuka from Facebook said she'd love your perspective on raising a son with ADHD. She has an eight-year-old with ADHD and a two-year-old son. She has almost the same ages as we have. To yeah, add to the close. madness, my husband has severe anxiety and depression. How do we stay on the same parenting front when it comes to praise and discipline? She praises and I discipline pretty much. Um, and then she says she tries not to sweat the small things, but her husband gets mad over simple things. Sounds similar. Did, did I write this? Is this me? And it ends up being <laughs> a dumpster fire of attitudes where I end up feeling like the enemy. Interesting. How do you solve it? I mean, solve it. Please. Look, first of all, first of all, have- little gray goose, couple rocks, shaken. Mm-hmm. A lot little, of We've little, talked little, about the martinis, right? We've covered yeah, that little part. martinis. Um, no, I mean, I think that sometimes, and I'll be frank, like, it, and you know this, 
that like sometimes I'll feel like a reparate and that's hard, especially right now with my oldest. And then I'm like, so now I'm dealing with both of your bullshit. And like that is overwhelming because, you know, sometimes it is a lot. The if audacity. People, if everyone around you is yelling and you don't feel like that's the way to go, not to say that I don't yell. I mean, if anyone who Every thinks, once in a while. Oh my God. And when I do, it's the difference like is it's, it is epic. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, you know, yeah, I think I discipline, but I'm definitely, I believe in the idea, especially with ADHD. She spends more that, time disciplining me than she does disciplining the kids. I'm eye-rolling. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. No, I would say that with an, a kid with ADHD especially, I believe in the thought that, like, for, and this is what the doctors say and all that crap, is for, like, every time you are, um, what's the word? Not disciplining them, but, like, Putting them down or whatever. Yeah, like they take it so personally and you can see in my kid, like he gets, he, his regret is deep after, right? And so for every time you're like scolding them, you need 10 times praising them. I'm not saying that this is some math I sit around doing. It is impossible. But I try more. (laughs) Hey, look, kid, your socks are good. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you end up doing. Wow. Hey, wow. You ate three bites. Those were nice bites. Nice job, (laughs) Okay, jerk. <laughs> you know what I like that you were saying is that I actually I think this is probably a billion dollar industry is just is a a household referee. Wouldn't yeah. it be great just oh to have God. a referee just be like five points awarded, great comeback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wait, twenty five points for comebacks because then I'm dominating. No, I'm saying you can you know for example my eight year old. Two points oh. awarded, amazing burn on your dad. And then I'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. five points yeah. deducted. And you're like, what? Get this referee out of here. Five points <laughs> get deducted. I like it you're because I, like I do think bit. that Detective Munch is pretty witty. And like, you know, he should get, he'll, he's, his friends are getting into that like sick burn. Some sick burns. I don't know where he learns this stuff. Like you, Pete, 90% of his jokes are about me being fat. Oh, that's oh that is not true. Yeah. I think I'm in like the 35 to 40 percentile <laughs> at most. Come on. Is that like a recent problem you guys are happening? Let's just talk about you It has been 90 percent tonight. That's true. She's, yeah. she's never listened to the show. So she You're doesn't realize about... us arguing is the backbone of it. Your relationship. He has a vomit bowl. His favorite movie is I Am Legend. Yeah. And I only watch it while holding my vomit bowl. Because you'd have to. I've, <laughs> I've heard seen. about the Heather, remember that time you came over for a barbecue? That salad bowl? No. That was sorry. it. That Don't, was it. Let's be honest. I didn't eat the salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just drank the booze and whatever right. kind of carb was laying around. So look. I don't know about you guys, but I thought this went really poorly, and I don't <laughs> think we have Heather back on the show. I'm sorry, Mom and Buried. We do use real names here sometimes. We should have told you that to begin with. Yeah, great. Now you've outed me. <laughs> her name's Heather. Finally, right. go doxer. Let's put her so, back in. She was our first guest, um, potentially our last guest. Who yeah, knows? Let's see. Know. Let's let's see what the people have to say. Yeah, and if we do have her back again, I think we wouldn't have to do this BS uh, introduction thing. We would have, she could chime in on any real issues we're having. Maybe, Pete, you can be the ref for our marriage the next time we come on and for our parenting. Two points oh awarded. <laughs> One point I mean, deducted. Therapy is really 
expensive these days. So we yeah. could just do this on air. That should work out. Everything would be great. Everyone there will love listening to that. Um, before we go, we had one comment on uh, last week's episode about the talk. And this is from our mutual friend, Julie McCarthy, who says, who likes to go, used to go to Renaissance fairs, speaking of LARPing, and uh, would dress as a maiden and sell her uh, uh, handmade jewelry. Anyway, she says a friend's three-year-old daughter caught her stepping out of the shower and asked her why her giny <laughs> was furry. My friend replied that when you grow up, hair grows on some of your parts. And the three-year-old replied, "Woo, that's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that. got the big butts on mom here. She got some hair in her giny. Wow. God. That kid well, if that's fancy, crazy. consider me <laughs> Marie Antoinette. <laughs> that was disgusting yeah boy think oh, span i want everyone to think spandex that's kind of what i got going on i feel like i should have what on earth was your topic last week <laughs> the talk the sex talk you gave it on mother's oh, day okay well we that, never right we ne- that does make the sense. second munch did not refer to it as the giant he referred to it as the hairy hole <laughs> So we have some uh, some teaching to do, and we're going to go head off and do that. You can, if you enjoyed this episode or you want to hear more, you can go to iTunes or Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch us. You can see what she looks like. You can see my magnificent dolphin's head on YouTube and leave individual comments on those episodes. You can uh, subscribe and review on Apple. We need those five stars. You can go to Patreon. and give You can show up at our apartments. And yes, apparently, you with can. A mask. Yeah, exactly. With and a mask wine. and gloves only. And please bring alcohol. But guys, and please... preferably rope and some duct tape. <laughs> Things are getting weird now. They always do. Yeah. No, thanks sense. for ha- thanks for being on, Heather. I hope you'll actually listen to an episode now. Jesus. I'll listen to this one. This guest sounds fantastic. I can't. There you go. Thanks for having me, guys. Though. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, guys. We'll Bye, see you next Pete. week. It was nice seeing you, Pete. Good seeing you as always. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.